0: Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson.
1: Good morning, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking at the stats in regards to what's going on in real estate in Central Florida right now, this last week there were 421 homes that sold last week, and the median price of a single-family home is now at 405 So again, staying right around there, we're very stable and everything in what we we're looking at. There were actually a total of two foreclosures Um last week that sold and there was one short sale. The inventory actually increased by 33. And so we're looking at 37.99. So how that kind of translates down is that the months of inventory for single family homes is at 2.07 and when you're looking at how it kind of shakes down by price point is that there were 48 homes that sold under 250,000 there's actually 1.32 months of inventory and they went for 95.69% of asking is basically what happened with them so there is about 4% you know room there which always there's a little bit room in that under 250 because there might be a little bit of 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 few projects that need to be done there. So they always get reduced a little bit, it seems like. Then between 250 and 300, there were 37 homes there that sold last week, 1.24 months of inventory, and they sold at 97% of asking. Between 300 and 400, there were 118 of them that sold in that price range 1.4 months of inventory and 98.78 percent of asking is what happened with them between 400 and 500 it was 2.36 um or 2.36 months of inventory 74 properties and they were also in that 98 range Um, 121 sold between 500 and a million and they were, and their inventory is at 2.60. And then over a million, there were 23 of them and there's 4.72 months of inventory. So if there's any kind of a normal market, it would be that over a million dollars would be kind of our normal market that you would be talking about there. Then when we're looking at the sales of the condos, townhomes, and villas, it were a hun- there were 143 of them that sold last week. The week before that was 136, so up a little bit. The median price of condos, townhomes, and villas was at $259,000, So that's kind of down. Last week it was at almost 275. And so, you know, with just a week, there's there's a little bit of variance there, but they are kind of heading in that up direction is what's going on with them when you're looking at um, the total number and and how they shake down from um, condos townhomes and villas there were 67 of them that sold under 250,000 there's 1.5 months of inventory and they sold at 96.48 it was 97.53 overall so it's down a little bit under 250 but not too much then Between 250 and 300, there were 25 of them that sold. These are the condos that sold last week. They they have 1.88 months of inventory and 97.66% of asking. Between 300 and 400, there were 34 of them that sold at 2.59 months of inventory and 97.86% of asking. 000, um, 400 to 500,000, there were nine of them that sold, 536 So because the, the price point is a little bit lower on those, you know, the higher end ones aren't necessarily selling as quicker. So there's more inventory there. But they sold at 98.57% of asking. Then when you come to 500 to a million, there were eight of them that sold in that price range. And there are also 5.19 months of inventory there and 98.54. So just pretty much exactly the same. And no condo sold over a million. There are 14 of them available if that's something that is of interest to you. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you'd like to get in touch with us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, you can call 407 566 255 Five. That's four zero seven five six six two five five five. So the numbers also came out this week in regards to the whole month. So what I was giving you before was just what's going on in the week. But this is now looking at the full month of March. So it takes them a little while to put everything, you know, together on it and stuff like that. But comparing year over year change in the inventory, in March of 2023, there's 5,052 total properties. So this doesn't break it down between the single family homes and the condos and townhouses. And I really like to do that because I like to see how local everything is. But here we're going to be looking at everything all conglomerated together. So the inventory, um, since it's at 5,052 and it's up from 2478, that's up 103%, which is obvious when you think of the numbers really quick there. Now the number of new listings is actually down a little bit though. So there was 300,442 in March of 2023, and March of 2022, there were 4,376. So that's down 21.3% um, in regards to people putting their house on the market. And I've heard some people say that they think that part of the reason that that's happening is because um, people have a really good interest rate. And so you don't, you have to think twice, you know, because when you go to, to get another house, you're probably not going to have that good of an interest rate as that what you have right now. So that's having some people that are stopping. Um, the number of new contracts is not off as bad as I thought it was going to be. The number of new contracts this year were 2928 And last year it was 3642. So it's down 19.6%. And if you listen to the show, you know that at that point in time, about 25% or 27% of the sales were institutional cash buyers. And they're not really in the market as strong. Some of them are still there, but they're not near as strong as they were a year ago. And so as a result of that, you know, that's going to affect the number of transactions that are happening for sure. The number of pendings, um, that's a little bit lower, 4,220 versus 4,958 the year before. The closed sales, and this is where the rubber meets the road, you know, because we want the sales to close. Obviously, that means that you got your money if you're a seller, and as a buyer, you got the house when you actually could move in. So the number of closed sales in March of 2023 was 2,936, and in March of 2022 was 4,100. So that's down 28%, and that would go into fail, into what I was talking about with the cash buyers and everything there. The average price was in 2023 is 4, $431,875, and in 2022, it was 410169 So even though the number of properties that are selling are down, the prices are up by 5.3% when a, you're looking at the average price. When you're looking at the median price of everything, we're at 361000 or $365,000 now in 2023 and $361,000 in 2022. So that is a change of 1.1%, um, but still up. So that's all good. Uh, days on market was 27 in 2022 and 57 in 2023. So that's up, you know, about double. And then um, the month supply of inventory, you know, it was at point six zero, and now it's at one point seven two. So that, that's a huge difference when you're you're looking at that. And so, um, you know, when you're you're looking at the stats, you just really have to look at how it it goes to to your particular situation and your neighborhood and all of those kinds of things, which we are more than happy to figure out for anybody that um, is interested in selling or buying, you know, because that's what we do all day long. And we actually go and and figure out what's the best way to do it. And we love doing that. And, you know, myself and my team, we just really enjoy, you know, meeting with all the buyers and sellers and getting that stuff done. But Real estate is so local, but this just shows you that our market is very, very um, steady and everything right now, which to me is really good. It's up a little bit, but it's not up crazy and things are moving in the right direction. So in order to get in touch with us, you want to call 407-566-2555. You can get us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Is something that every buyer asks, and and sellers are kind of thinking this too. I think to a certain extent, and it was a question and answer thing, and it said, "What if the seller replaces the good stuff?" And um, so basically, it's a chandelier that when you're looking at that house and you're getting the chandelier when you when you buy it, because that's what's there, and and unless it's negotiated that you're not, that's what your expectation is when you go. And to do the final walkthrough, that that same light fixture is going to still be there. So, um, you know, what happens if you come in there and it's something different? And so basically that causes all kinds of red flags and everybody, you know, asking a lot of questions and everything. And it could definitely affect the sale to where it completely falls apart or, you know, that you actually might have to give up more money as a seller or you know, the buyer might have the right to walk or whatever. Um, So basically, what I'm saying is, it's best if you don't do that, (laughs) you know. And what I've counseled a lot of sellers uh, about in the past, and they have done it, is that before you actually put your house on the market, if there's something that you really want to take with you, you know, why don't you swap it out before you even put it on the market? That way, nobody's going to want what they can't see. If it's not hanging up on the the ceiling and they're like not looking at it, like going, gosh, I really want that light fixture. And they might buy the house even, because they like the light fixture I mean there are people that do that because they they like the decor they like everything about it and so um, the fact that they go in there and something is materially changed is really a big deal for people so you don't definitely don't want to get caught into that and it's better to go ahead and swap it out before you you know go ahead and put it on the market and we've had multiple people that have done that and if that is something that you can't do then the other thing at the absolute least that you need to do is that you need to put in the listing that this Tiffany lampshade that's hanging from the chandelier or whatever it is, you know, is not going to convey with the house. And you just have to be very clear about that up front. On the contract, you have to make sure that it's on the contract, that it's being excluded from the sale or anything that you want like that, because um, you ha- it's, it's so much better and makes sense for you to negotiate that up front. So it's not the end of the world if you don't replace it before you sell your house. But you do have to be very clear that you're going to take it with you. And what's going to be left? Are you just going to put the cover up there that where the, the chandelier was? Or are you actually going to replace it with something or give them some kind of a credit or, or something? But regardless of what you do, the contract that you have is a contract. And so you need to make sure that you're holding your end of the contract if you're a seller. And if you're a buyer, I mean, those are the kind of things that you're looking for as you do that final walkthrough, right, is to make sure that nothing was taken, that you expected to be there. And if it was, then, you know, you're going to have the chance to talk about it before you go to the closing table. And, you know, there are times where things have happened and it wasn't even necessarily that someone, you know, thought that was what was going to happen. They thought in their mind that was what was going to happen, but it wasn't clear on paper. And a lot of times... I think that happens with especially like washers and dryers and that kind of thing because, um, you know, people put it on there that they expect that it's going to be there and that they want to include it in the sale. And if the seller doesn't speak up and say, hey, you know, no, we're taking the washer and dryer. So you've got to take that off of the contract. And you do have to pay attention to those things as you're going through it to make sure that the things that are on the contract are definitely the things that you're going to take with you. And it just avoids a lot of problems late later. And, um, you know, my big thing is, is that I really want to make sure that the all of the all of the things that could go wrong, you, you want to try to address them as much as possible upfront so that when you're actually going through the process, there is no um, reason to, to get all shook up or anything like that. Um, you know, I, I had a closing, um, last week, which means that a sale was, was finalized and well, actually I had several of them, but, um, on one of them that I had, I mean, it was just like smooth sailing. We covered everything up front and all of that. And there was, there were, there was no problem at all. Everything happened exactly as it should, like clockwork, and so. It was very refreshing that that happened. Now, there was another one that closed that was not quite that smooth. And so... Um You know, it's like when you look back at it, I look back on it and I go, okay, what could have we done better to make that go smoother? And sometimes it's the other people that you're working with, quite honestly. Sometimes there's just things that happen, um, you know, like lenders that they can't get their documents done on time and that kind of thing. And so, you know, whatever we can do to avoid stress on the buyer and seller is really what we're up up for and want to do and everything and so with that it just comes down to if you're going to replace something make sure that you're really clear if you're going to take something make sure that you're really clear either way. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So there is another um, article that came out this week, and it said that the U.S. rents... All for the first time in three years. Now, again, when you hear all of these headlines that are going on out there in the world of real estate, and then we bring it local. What's really happening here? Rents are not falling here in Orlando. They're still heading up. And but overall, in the U.S., is what happened that they fell 0.4 percent to 1,937. Year to year, the lowest level in 13 months. But the floor, Florida studies in the cities in the study saw ranges increasing from 0.7 percent to 3.9 percent. So yes, in Florida, we are not going up uh, or not going down. And actually, um, Florida rent changes. Tampa was up the 3.9 percent to $2, 2,222 dollars. Orlando was up two percent. And that's 2128. Jacksonville was up 1.7 to 1633, and Miami was up 0.7% to 3,074. So obviously they're higher. Now, when you're, you're asking, what are those cities where they're declining? And if it's someplace that you want to move, okay, I'm going to tell you the number one was Austin, Texas, that was down 11%. Chicago was down 9.2%, New Orleans, 3%, Birmingham, Alabama, down 2.9, Cincinnati, Ohio, 2.9, Sacramento, California, 2.8, Las Vegas, down 2.4, Atlanta, down 2.3, Phoenix, 2.1, Baltimore, 2, Minneapolis, 1.6, Houston, 1.5, and San Antonio, Texas, 1.3. So um, those are the ones that were all declining. The top thirteen, and then the highest rent increases was Raleigh, North Carolina, was up still sixteen point six percent. Cleveland, Ohio, was up fifteen point three percent, whereas you know um, Cincinnati, Ohio, was down two point nine. Charlotte, North Carolina, was up thirteen percent. Indianapolis, Indiana, was ten point five percent. Nashville was up 9.6, Columbus, Ohio, 9.4, Kansas City, um, 8.1, Missouri, Uh, Riverside, California was up 7.2, Denver was up 7, St. Louis, Missouri was 4.2. So none of our Florida cities even made the top um, 10 on either one, but in, in looking at the Florida, you know, like I did tell you, so our rent prices are still up. And, um, but overall in the U S they're coming down a little bit. So again, a good sign of a great economy and everything that we have going here in Florida. And, uh, that just keeps us all going, which is why the housing prices aren't going down or anything either. So, um, it's just a, a great place to be living. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call four zero seven five six six two five five five. You can find us online at com, and we will see you after the break. Basically, when I was looking at this thing today and it was saying that appliances to upgrade before selling and 50 percent of homeowners surveyed said they would upgrade their current appliances before selling to increase their home's value. And they believe home sellers, homeowners believe that replacing their appliances would increase the value of their home by nearly 14,000. And so um, that's pretty significant, obviously. And the top six appliances that I'm going to talk a little bit about some of these as we go along. Number one is the air conditioner. And this one definitely is something that if the air conditioner is older, then that air conditioner is something that buyers are definitely concerned about. I mean, obviously, we're very close. We have many days right now that are in the 90s, and we're heading to, you know, where we're going to have 90s for probably about 100 days in a row or something, you know, pretty close to that. And basically, you know, when that's going on, everybody wants to make sure that the air conditioner is working. So, When I'm working with buyers, that is something that they're always asking. It's not something that I bring up. It's just something that they're asking. How old is the air conditioner? Because they know that, you know, they have a life. And when they're nearing the end of that life, that that's going to be a big expense that they're going to have. And so that is really something that can add to the bottom line of the price of a house when people are looking at it. Number two that they're looking at here is dishwasher. And, um, you know, I don't really find a lot of people that are really, you know, that they're like looking at the dishwasher, what's the brand name of it, um, you know, how efficient is it and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure that as we're going through the process and they're going through the inspection, they're kind of looking at it at that point. But when someone is deciding to buy a house... The dishwasher is usually not something that comes up unless it's something exceptional that really stands out. The dishwasher is not something that people are looking at going, gosh, you know, I'm going to have to replace the dishwasher. Most people aren't saying that when they're looking at it. But the next on the list is something that people are definitely saying about things about, and that is the water heater. So the water heater is something that that definitely, um, you know, comes into play today. Again, just like with the roof, with insurance, that there are times that people are getting a higher policy rate on their homeowner's insurance because the water heater is older. Now, I understand that if it's inside the house, like totally inside the house, and it starts leaking, and it's going to destroy the floors and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that to me kind of makes sense that, you know, when it's getting to that point. But um, if it's in the garage, and just, you know, in the corner in the garage and that kind of stuff, and, uh, you know, something fails on it, and the water starts leaking out, Usually not the end of the world. So, But the insurance companies are really concerned about that a lot of times. And so hot water heaters tend to become something that people do ask about because it's something that's going to cost them money. And, you know, before I replaced my hot water heater I don't know it's probably been five years ago now but when I did it you know I thought the hot water heaters were just a few hundred bucks like two or three hundred or something like that but um, no they're quite a bit more expensive they're eight hundred or more you know today so it is something that people ask about look at and all of that kind of thing when it comes down to it so that so the water heater is definitely some kind of a of, of an appliance that If it's on its last leg and, you know, I've sold houses that the water heater was 40 or 50 years old and, and, you know, definitely changing that out, you're not going to get the whole 14,000, but you're definitely, you know, going to increase the value of the home with having that. The next on our list is the oven. And um, again, not a lot of people are looking at the ovens to see what it is. I mean, we do have a lot of people that look and see if it's gas or electric. And um, especially if they're coming from out of the area, a lot of people would prefer gas. But um, a lot of times they're not going to get it in Central Florida because it's not the norm. It's definitely the exception. And it's usually not natural gas. There's only a few communities that I'm aware of that actually have natural gas piped in um there's a lot more that you know you put the tank in the yard the propane tank or whatever and they can do it that way but um the ovens is not something that i hear people talking about so again this survey was homeowners of what they thought they should they should change you know in order to get more money and um then um the the next thing on the list is the washing machine which many times the washing machine is not even included in the sale and um I haven't really had anybody that it's like, I'm not buying that house because it doesn't have a washer and a dryer. So that's not necessarily, that's a big thing to the buyers, but it's something in the mind of the sellers that they think it is. And then last on the list of the appliances that they've got here is the refrigerator. And the refrigerator, I would believe it's like the number three appliance that people are looking at. So air conditioner, water heater, and refrigerator, because it's right there. But I will say, that if the pieces don't match, like if you've got a stainless steel refrigerator and, um, you know, a white stove and dishwasher, that's something that sticks out like a sore thumb. So if, even if you are replacing one of your appliances and you're not replacing the whole thing, my suggestion is that you get it all to match because people don't like mixed appliances. And, um, they like them all to be the same, and today there's some of those, you know, steel gray ones that look like they're stainless steel, but they don't keep the fingerprints and stuff like that of the stainless steel, and people really like those and that kind of thing as well. But, um, you know, so that's, that's really what it comes down to. If you are going to replace an appliance, you know, make sure it's the same color as the other stuff that you've got in the kitchen or um, just get the whole new set if that's what you're going to do, would be my strong suggestion when you're looking at that. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And of course, we're from your home sold guaranteed realty. So there was a, a Uh, an article of a new vacation compound that is coming out here and it is in the Davenport area and um, it's it's the Fantasy Island Resort um, is what they're calling it that's near Providence and it's three themed homes that are basically um, you know going to be available to rent and they actually have a total of 20 bedrooms and 20 bathrooms when it's all done this compound will so um you know they rent for around 5000 per night depending on the time of year and other factors and so basically it brings a luxury mansion in to the masses and that allows people to experience a luxury themed mansion that most people would never be able to enjoy. So it's kind of fun, Um, you know, and one thing when it comes to vacation rentals, I was speaking to somebody earlier this week and um, this was actually a snowbird and he was looking for a place for next year for five months is basically the amount of time that they come down here, and so if you have something, you know, you can give me a call, um, and it's basically January 1st to May is basically, you know, through May is what they're looking for, but, but basically, um, you know, when it comes down to it, there are so many, and what I was telling him, there are so many vacation rental homes out there that are the typical three-bedroom or four-bedroom, um, you know, two- or three-bath home that are available with the swimming pool and that kind of thing and nice neighborhoods and that. But they're a dime a dozen. There are so many of them that they don't command um, at an extreme payment per night. You know, they might get 100, 150 or something like that. And so that's not necessarily what people that are looking for in that thing. So if you want to be in the high end and get a really high return on a vacation rental property you have to be unique and different which is what this mansion is so in order to get in touch with us you can call 407 566 find us online at central florida com, and we'll see you after the break
0: you're listening to central florida real estate radio with local expert and my friend laura peterson and now here's laura
1: Welcome back everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty and to discuss the sale of your home you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I have the free report that I'm going to talk about today. That's on new home construction, and it's ten tips to save you time and money. And you just have to um, call the office and ask for extension ten ten. Because I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with that line. That um, you don't have to talk to anybody. But anyway, um, you know, it's a new home construction, um, you know, report that tells you things that will definitely help you um, in choosing that. And when you're looking at new homes you know, it's not like we're a small community and there's only a few projects that are going on out there in regards to new construction. There are over 240 communities that are in central Florida that are available for sale, new construction. So the thing that I tell most buyers is that, you know, if you think that you can just go ahead and you're going to be able to find exactly what you're looking for on your own, I think that that's really tough. And that's why, you know, we're here to help you. And we love to help you in doing that. And because in a in a little corridor, there might be 10 or 15 different communities within that some of them by the same builder and some of them not. And, um, you know, the builders in different communities, they have different homes and that kind of stuff different floor plans that they have number one but number one in the different communities comes different amenities and so those might be the underlying fees and that kind of stuff that you're going to have consistently and they can show up in two different ways the homeowners association that most people are well aware of and then the other side of it is in that included in your taxes in the cd is a cdd portion And that's called a community district development. And um, so what the builders have done in a lot of instances today is that they've gone this CDD tax route. And the reason why is because in building all the amenities and everything in the past, when it was part of the Homeowners Association, the builder would build all of those things that they were going to have the whole community share. And then, you know, a little piece of it they would get on every sale of every house that they got. And so it was like putting the money up front to build these big, you know, community centers, community pools, fitness centers, you know, and the like, all of those kinds of things. And so it was expensive But through the CDD, the Community District Development, what they're able to do is to get tax bond money to build those things and not have to have it come out of their pocket. So they're very popular today in central Florida in a lot of the new home communities. So when you're looking at it, that's one thing that's really important and sometimes it's just like $97 a month and so you're like, "Okay, well, not really a big deal." But then when you think about it, it's like forever and ever and ever and there's no way you can ever change it. So, um you know, basically you just have to be aware. It's not that it's a bad thing. It's just something that you have to be aware. And some communities, you know, it might be like a hundred dollars a month or maybe it's fifty dollars a month or something like that. And then other communities, it's several thousand a year that's included in that C D D fee. So it's really important that you know, you know, what they are and and that they exist and how much money of yours is gonna be going towards that year in and year out. And so that's just you know, very important to know and you don't always know the ins and outs of that. And then with those amenities, you know, are those amenities that you want to have in your community? Some people don't want to have any amenities in their community. You know, it's like they might say, "Okay, well, a little park or playground is fine, but I don't want to have that big community pool. I don't want to have that big community center. I don't want to have an athletic director that's on staff that we have every kind of sport and everything out there that I'm contributing to and I'm not using any of it and so um you know it it's really important that people realize you know what they're getting and what they want and that they can you you know you can choose and i know for some people it's really important that the lawn maintenance is included because they like to come into a neighborhood and see that everybody's grass is exactly the same and you know kept to that same standard and other people you know it's like they really it, it really isn't a big deal for them that, you know, they don't, they don't really care that much. Um, but, you know, it's like other people really do. So it's like, if you are of that, you know, that you want to make sure that everything is going to stay very consistent through the years, then maybe lawn maintenance is something that you'd like to have a community that has that included. So Um, there's all of these variables that come into play, more than just the house, more than just the price. It's like that ongoing um, fees and, and things and rules and all those kinds of things that come into play when you're looking at a new home. And so I think it's really important to actually you know consult with someone like us and we would love to be your consultation person that actually you know lets you you know takes you from place to place so that you can actually check check um, the boxes of everything that you want and pick the property that you really want and that's what's most important to me is that it's not like there was a there was a community around the corner that After you move in and you're like, gosh, if I'd have known that, I would have chosen over there. That's not what we want to have happen. We want you to be able to find what you're looking for, um, you know, right off the bat and get what you're looking for and not have to worry that you missed something or there was something that would have been a better fit for you and your family. And so that's what, you know, our goal is, is to look at that. And basically, um, you know, I haven't gotten really far in um, my report here that's on here, but we do have this report that that tells you about the ten tips to save you time and money when you are working with a with a builder. And one thing that you do need to know when you're working with a builder versus a resale is that a lot of the closing costs in Central Florida anyway, the stamps on the deed and the title insurance are usually covered by the seller. Um, And with when you're buying a new home, they are not, they are covered by the, by you, the buyer. And so as a result of that, um, you know, you, when you're looking at apples to apples to resale versus new, you really have to know what you're looking at to make sure that you're comparing apples to apples, because even though it, it might look the same you know basically you know it could end up costing you 10 or 15,000 more working with the builder and it's okay if you know it up front but you just have to have your eyes open to that and so we want to make sure that you get that and that's many times why the builders will say hey if you go with our preferred lender we'll give you money towards closing costs cuz they're trying to make it competitive with the resale homes that are out there but in order to get if you're just joining us you're listening to news radio WFLA Orlando I'm your host Laura Peterson your home sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And at your home sold guaranteed realty, if you'd like to reach out to us, it's 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So usually at this time in the show, I talk about the house of the week. But what I thought I would talk about this um, particular show is about some buyers that I have that were looking for that particular house. And so if you know somebody or if you are that somebody that has a house that matches one of these buyers, then, um, you know, just give us a call and we'd be happy to, you know, work with you because we're looking for properties for these buyers. So, you know, one of the things that we do is we do kind of like a buyer alert and that kind of thing when we've got, buyers that were looking for a specific type of property and were having a hard time finding it. And the inventory, although there's a couple of months of inventory, you know, the really good houses do go fast. And so I'd love to find the off-market ones because the off-market properties are usually, um, you know, you don't have as much competition and they get more of the boxes hit than the ones that are just on the regular market. So we like to do that. So Anyway, to a couple of our buyers that we've got right now, because I'm running out of time talking about it, but basically, um, you know, one of the buyers is looking for um, a lakefront property, and their budget is maximum about five fifty. dollars um, really would like to be a little bit lower than that, and, um, you know, but they're willing to go in the outlying, count, cal- um, you know, um, counties, so they'll do Sumter, they'll do Lake, they'll do, um, they will do Orange, and, you um, you know, um, probably most of those Northwest um, suburbs or whatever they're looking for. So if you know, if you have a lake house or you know somebody that does, that's got a great water view and a great backyard, they love landscaping so they can do all that, but that's it. So I'm out of time. So in order to get in touch with us, call four zero seven five six six two five five five. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.